Broadcasting live from the Hocking Hills in the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Here's your hosts, Matt Heinis and Sean Fraunfelder. Dear Heavenly Father, um, Lord, we want to thank you for another day. Uh, Lord, we want to thank you for uh, just an amazing opportunity that you give us to um, to try to be better husbands, to be better fathers, to be better uh, co-workers, um, to be better disciples. Um, Lord, we pray that you continue to um, to work on us, continue to uh, lead us where we go. Uh, Lord, we want to pray for this um, podcast specifically. Lord, we pray that... Um, that it reaches guys who you're um, trying to speak to. Uh, Lord, I pray that you are able to use us, uh, that you speak through us. Lord, I pray that we uh, don't say anything that we shouldn't. And Lord, I pray that you um, give us the words to say that we should. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for all that you do for us. Lord, we love you. I want to pray this in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, welcome to Cast the Net Podcast. Number one, I'm brought to you by Out of the Boat Ministries. My name is Sean Fraunfelder, and I will be joined on a weekly basis by um, these two guys, but we'll have other people on um, here and there. So uh, first off, Matt Hines. Hey, thanks. Excited to be here. Um, and we have Adam Shine, who's taking care of all of our uh, sound and technical stuff for us so we sound as as best as possible that'd be me it's a difficult thing to accomplish but we'll give it a whirl (laughs) um just to note we the three of us have faces born and bred for radio (laughs) uh so uh so part of what we're going to do, uh, just kind of set the, the foundation for this first podcast, um, kind of uh, what it is that we want to accomplish, what it is that we, um, kind of the reason that we've led to this, kind of what our hearts are. Um, from all three of us, I kind of want to you know hear a little bit on that, uh, but also just kind of introduce ourselves as to who we are for people who uh, maybe listen to this who don't know who we are. Um, you know, we... Uh, we go by different names. We have a bunch of nicknames within this group, so it'll be kind of hard to, to follow some of that. Um, but uh, but there is a cast of characters that is that is in this group. Um, so I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the laughter, but I'm also looking forward to the opening up and the sharing. And and uh, and we know Matt's going to cry. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, Matt's a bit so of a crier. Give me a little bit of time. <laughs> um. So anyways, so I want to start off just by that simple question to each one of you. What is the purpose of this or what is your thought of this podcast and why you want to do this and who you want to reach? It's a great question. Um, I think the end goal for me would be to reach anybody who's striving and searching for something more than what they currently have. You know, the hope would be that there are people listening to this right now who do not know Jesus as Lord. Maybe people listening to this right now who don't believe in any God, let alone uh, the God uh, of the Bible. 
And so those are the folks that I would love to reach. Um, I love folks that, that are searching and really want to, they have a heart for the truth. And so hopefully those would be the folks that we can reach through this podcast. I want to reach the folks that are sitting on the fence, but they think they're in the game. Mm. And hopefully we can, uh, we can wake them up to let them know that, yeah, if you're on the fence, you're not in the game. Right. Shine dog. I think for me, first of all, yeah, that's one of my names. <laughs> I do not know where that came from, um, but it stuck. That was from Miller. Mil- yeah, that's yeah what I thought Miller. that makes sense. So that's another character that, uh, that the audience will definitely be meeting. Absolutely. Um, I think my, uh, my hopes for this align with uh, Highness's hopes uh, to be able to reach the people who may not have been reached before, uh, especially men that either are, are in their current lives too busy or uncomfortable to seek out men one-to-one that this may give them an opportunity to get some input on what we are expected to be as Christian men, as men following biblical uh, scripture. Uh, And it's, I'm very hopeful that we have that. But on top of that, I hope that it gives us an opportunity as us men, as our, our groups and our friendship here to grow as well. So, and I'm sure there'll be many opportunities to grow. Pause for EMS. We had just started and they're already coming to raid the joint. <laughs> so, uh, so for those of you who don't know, we're, we're recording this in a, uh, a building that we run our ministry out of and we're kind of in a little foyer area. So you may hear some background noise here and there. We just had an EMS go by. Uh, you may hear some people walk by and talk. Uh, we'll try to cut out as best we can, but, um, yeah, anyways, that's that's kind of our that's never, our studio. You never know who could walk through the door either, to be honest. So. Or if, <laughs> yeah, then we don't know that. Um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna piggyback off a little bit of what you said, Highness, on um the guys who are think they're in the game, but they're not. Uh, I th- I think that's always kind of been the heart for a lot of us at out of the boat to go after those kind of men anyways um to challenge those men to say you know the guys that are um you know, kind of checking off the list hey i went to church hey I, I appeased my wife i went to church um and that's not that's not enough it's not um you know so um you know, going after those guys to, to challenge them to be better fathers, to be better husbands, to be uh, better sons, to be better friends, to be better disciples. I mean, you know, that's the one question that you, we should be able to ask everybody. You know, are you, are you truly a disciple of Christ? Are you making disciples? Um, so, to, like I said, to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, I mean, that's those are the guys that I would like to try to get. The guys that are kind of dipping their toe in, um, but I'm also hoping that you know, maybe there's some, maybe there's somebody out there who um, has kind of had a thought of maybe starting a men's group. Um, 
Yeah, we're 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 very blessed with the church community that we're in around here because there's a lot of people who don't know about small small groups. They've never been in a small group. They don't know what a small group, they don't know the benefits of a small group. Maybe they've done like a little six-week thing or something like that, but to do a long-term. Um, there's people who don't know the benefits of, you know, having a couples group. You know, it's you and your wife going with other couples. Um, I would even say the necessity of it. Yeah. I mean, because I went, when I first started going to LCC, um, man, it, we didn't have small groups. I didn't, I didn't know what they were. But I, I remember that introduction of it, and I was thinking, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. But to think about it now, there's no way I would try to do this walk without a small group. Many of you listening um, right now maybe hopped on this podcast because you saw Out of the Boat Ministries, and you correlate Out of the Boat Ministries with the rock Christian rock concert that we go with Move the Hills. And so maybe you hopped on here thinking, these guys are going to talk about Christian rock. Well, I don't want to disappoint you, but that's probably what we're not going to talk about most of the time. Don't get us wrong. We'll be talking about Christian rock. We'll be talking about the bands that play Move the Hills, bands we'd love to see to come Move the Hills. But this podcast is going to be more than just Move the Hills and Christian rock talking about Disciple or the protest or Fire Flight. Um, we will talk about here in a little bit about really where did Out of the Boat Ministries come from. And really that name did come from putting on a Christian rock event and in our very first year, which would have been five years ago now. Wow. Yep. Y'all are getting old. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I think we've been placed in a very unique situation. The Lord has placed us in this community um, that I think is a unique community. Um, you know, to have um, a, a group like ours with multiple different church support and support from the community. Um, but that being said, it's the benefits that we get each Thursday night of gathering together as a, as a group of guys. It's the benefits that we get from the text threads, the closeness that we've got. Like That's what I want guys to be able to experience because I think that is, that's a better representation of what I see in Scripture as the church um, is this oneness together. Um, so, so if there's guys out there that are kind of on the fence or kind of thinking about maybe a small group, we want to definitely encourage that because it has been a huge growth for me. Uh, and I know it has been for some of the other guys that come. So to give a little bit of clarity uh, to some uh, listeners who aren't familiar with us, uh, we're in Logan, Ohio, which is about an hour drive southeast of Columbus in an area known uh, as the Hocking Hills. We, as a men's group, meet every Thursday night at 6.30, usually run about an hour and a half. It is a men's only group. Um, we have a ladies group that meets in our same building on Tuesday nights called Grace and Grit, or as we like to call them, Grits and Gravy, because you'll find out the more you <laughs> listen to this, food is who we are. We love food out amen, of the boat ministries. Amen, amen, So uh, our address is 57 West Hunter Street. Uh, and Logan, 
And if you are within about an hour to two hours drive, we'd love to have you come some Thursday night and hang out with us. But that is where we are. Um, that is when we meet. The group of men itself um, are multi-denominational that come here. Some are Methodists, some are Baptists, um, some are Alliance Church members, some um, are non-denominational. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys that come right now, they don't have any church. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be their church. Right. And that was kind of the idea when we decided that we were going to kind of step out, if you would, was that we wanted a place for men. We wanted it to be the place for the men who say, I can't go into church. If I stepped into church, the roof would fall in on me. So we wanted to have a building, a meeting place that would not be intimidating, if you would, of the traditional big cross and a steeple and that men could come to a building and be comfortable, maybe pray, maybe sing some songs. But then after a little while of coming, they would start to understand that this really is church. What we do here on Thursday nights, we have some pizza, we sing some praise and worship songs, we have a study or we have somebody give a message. We open up for prayer needs, we pray over people, we pray for people, that that really is church. And that is really kind of how... um, this meeting place that we have came to be. It's kind of what we're looking for every Thursday night. Um, the other thing we like to do that I think is is different than going to a t- traditional church, and and this is the this is the benefits that I, that I want other men to understand is because we can broach topics and talk on topics that you're not typically going to hear at a church service. I mean. Let's be honest. One of the the, the number one um, drawbacks for men is pornography. Can we say that word on this podcast? Did you beep us out there, Adam? No, no, okay. I did not. Yeah. So, uh, if that word is offensive to you, if you cringe than that, then you should probably turn this podcast off now, because that is something uh, you'll understand. Is there's probably no subject that we won't broach. If the Lord lays it on our heart to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. And but that being is said, one, so what, what what subject did did Jesus stay away from then? Uh, none. Okay. So and, and that's my point. So then, yeah. why should we? Absolutely. So, um, it's a huge downfall for men. We need to talk about it. Um, I think alcohol. Yeah, alcohol is a big downfall for men. Um, pride, um, idolatry. That's one of the things I want to get into, talk about. I, I, I don't think we understand the depths of idolatry that, that creep into our lives. I mean, we, we have Roman Coliseums still. They're just, it's just called NFL football. NCAA football. NCAA football. Major League Baseball. Right. National League Hockey. I mean, now, that being said, people aren't being killed. No. You know, so don't get that, but... We gather together to watch a game for that distraction. So let me ask you a question. Why did the Romans have the Colosseum in the first place? It was... Mm-hmm. Nope, don't know. It was all about distraction. It was all about distracting the Roman people from understanding that they were taxed at almost 90%. That there was hardly any food and that the empire was collapsing. 
And so they decided that they would entertain the masses as much as they could to keep them preoccupied with the major things that were going on around them in their daily lives as Roman citizens. And to go off what you mentioned, that's what we have here in America. Every Saturday or every Sunday, especially through the fall, we are distracted from our lives. Listen, I'm a huge Buckeye fan, big Steelers fan. Uh, I was distracted for a really, really long time. Do I still root for the Buckeyes and watch them every Saturday? I do, if I can. But I think it's time for folks listening to this podcast. I'm going to challenge you. It's time to wake up and understand. I'll bet you I went... 10, 12, maybe 15 years that I didn't even miss, a, I didn't miss a single snap of a Buckeye game. Wow. Right. My- I mean, there was no, <laughs> but I mean, and it was just kind of, it was off the table at my house and that was just kind of how I had set things up and my wife was, I mean, she was okay with it, I guess, but yeah, but looking back at it now, I mean, I remember I was sitting in my office, remember how the shop used to have all the Buckeye Oh, yeah. All the Buckeye pictures and everything. I remember sitting there one time, and I felt the Holy Spirit really convict me to be able to look at that wall and say, so when people walk in here, who are they going to say you worship? There's your idol. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I remember um, two years ago, um, Matt Miller and I went up to see Ohio State, Oklahoma. It was uh, the senior season for the then future, he was going to be won the Heisman that year, who now plays for the team up north in a city that we won't talk about because <laughs> we, we don't like that <laughs> Cleveland Browns team. Uh, that's also known as Sodom around here, Cleveland is. But we went up there to see that game at Ohio State, and I remember we're standing out in front of the main entrance to Ohio Stadium, and there's just thousands of people. And Miller says... This is most people's God. And I just remember thinking how profound that statement was because he went on to talk about how people won't get up to go to church for an 11 o'clock service, which is my favorite service, by the way. (laughs) But he talked about the fact these people came here this morning for a noon game. They came here and started to prepare to tailgate at 5 a.m. Right, but... but, And they don't think twice about it. Right, but, but go further into that. I mean... They share food. They share drink. Yeah. They, they fellowship with one another. People they don't even know. Hey, right. come over and get a hot dog or a brat. Right. Just a, a Out of the people. love of what? Ohio State football. Right. You know? I mean, in all reality, like, that should be church. Yes, absolutely. You know? But and here's the thing, too. I think I was watching uh, the, the preview for the Ohio State-Penn State game. There was people that they're interviewing that got there to the stadium at three o'clock in the morning to set up. Three o'clock in the morning. So if you walk from a parking lot on Ackerman Road all the way down, so if you walk from Ackerman to the Horseshoe, that's probably half a mile at least. I guarantee you, if you were wearing an Ohio State hoodie and a hat, you could have at least 20 meals before you got to the stadium. 
you could literally go from tailgate to tailgate and say, hey, man, love the Buckeyes. You care if I get a hot dog? And people would welcome you in. And I love that analogy of this is how the body of Christ should be. We should be able to see people and see the heart of Christ in them and to say, hey, can we get some food? Hey, can you help me with this? And they say, absolutely. You love Christ. How about your friend? Do they know Christ? No. Well, that's all right. Bring them in too because we love them too. And that's how it really ought to be. But it's difficult sometimes uh, for that to happen. Yeah. Oh, just our culture hinders that. Yeah. And, and folks, you're going to hear us talk about a lot of things and don't think that we're, we're preaching down to anyone. Uh, most of the time we're preaching to ourselves on those things. So when you said what you said, it made me think of Acts 4, um, Acts four thirty two. And now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that anything that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them. Yeah. And 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 that's a picture of and not it doesn't just happen at at Ohio State. It, it, it's at Alabama, it's at Oklahoma, it's at any Alabama. Any, never heard of them. Never heard of. Okay. No. Um <laughs> nor LSU. It, it, never heard of them either. But it happens at all of these places. Yes. Um but the other thing too is how many people prepare for that entire week leading up to the game? You prepare for that day, especially the day before. Oh, yeah. You guarantee that on Thursday, you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. On Friday, it's everything that you have not to think about it. Right. Yeah. And you know, I go back to, I think you and I have had this conversation in the past. My whole week starting on Monday in the fall was based on Saturday and Sunday's, the previous Saturday and Sunday's games. If the Buckeyes lost and the Steelers lost, that week was lost. Right. Like, you know, it was all I had to get through the week just because I was so upset because the Buckeyes lost and the Steelers lost. Um, And now I understand it's just a game. And I'm sure a lot of people just went, (gasps) Right. But how many people prepare themselves the night before for going to church. Yeah. Mm. Great analogy. I mean, you're going to go where we all believe, we all proclaim that the presence of the Lord is going to be there. And you wake up late, you rush around, you're yelling at the kids on the way in. Um, You know, you get there you walk in a song into worship or maybe you plan it so that way you miss part of worship anyways because you don't really like that. I mean, do you see the huge difference between how we treat an idol and how we treat, and even for us who believe? Yeah. I mean, do you prepare your heart to prepare your mind before you walk in on Sundays or do you just kind of stroll in? 
Oh. I'm there at 7 o'clock in the morning, but that's just the administrator and me. Well, I mean, that's that's you. Yeah. But <laughs> then again, Mr. Administrator, were you, were you preparing yourself the night before? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not always. Uh, Not often. Right. Yeah, but, but these are the things challenge. that I want to challenge out of men to have them look at things differently. And that's the thing. It's not just sports. I mean, there's Some, guys that get that way with working out. Hunting or fishing. Hunting and fishing. Yeah, you might not even like football. It's not right. a sports thing. Yeah, hunting yeah, or no, fishing could be your guide. Uh, music. Yeah. Um, but another thing is a pastor. And there are people who go to a church because that pastor speaking. I mean, look at attendance. Look at attendance when you have, you know, a significant step down from the lead pastor to the associate pastor, and look at the attendance drop off. I went to a church one time uh, for several months that if the lead pastor was not going to be there the previous, the upcoming Sunday. They wouldn't announce it, right? Because they knew, wow. If they did, that that next Sunday attendance would be like in half, right? So they just they just wouldn't announce it. So yeah, you're absolutely right. But have you ever talked to people that said, "Well, Pastor so and so said this, and Pastor so and so said this," and but okay, but what did the Bible say though? I mean, it's almost mm-hmm. like they get kind of. Locked into that one teacher. Let's go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you guys will hear me. There's all kind of rabbit holes I want to go down. And just just so you know, I'm wearing my I believe in Sasquatch shirt. Uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, and you want to know who got this for me? My pastor. No joke. Really? You got it for me. Absolutely, he did. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so you guys will hear me want to go down a lot of rabbit holes uh, as this podcast continues. But let's go down this one just to ask the people, how often do you read your Bible? Every day? Twice a day? Do you read it only when stuff's going bad in your life? Do you read it? Oh, well, it's it's getting to be Easter, so I better read up and read the Easter story. Or, well, we read it every Christmas to the kids so they know the story of Mary and Joseph going back home. Let me take you on further. How about reading it and prayerfully spending time in it? Because you can read a Bible and blow through it just because there's my five minutes for the day. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason I ask that question is just because if you're reading it just because it's a checkbox, no different than, hey, I went to church on Sunday, check it off, you, you're not getting anything out of it. Can God still talk to you? Sure he can. It's, it's making that effort to read it because you want to hear from him. Reading it because you want to get something from what's in that living word as, as we talk about as believers. But also... I think we want to disprove the fact that, well, that's the preacher's job. Right. Uh, I, I think for a long time, um, I didn't really need to know the Bible because, well, the preacher knew the Bible. Kind of the same piece of, 
I can't go to the hospital to pray for somebody who's sick because my prayers aren't heard as much as the preacher's prayers. So we, we would call the pastor when I was growing up, you know, to say, hey, pastor, can you come to the hospital to pray for my grandfather? Thinking that because he was the pastor, that he knew the Bible more and that he heard from the Lord better than we did, when in fact, in all actuality, if you're out there listening, your prayers are heard on the same line as your pastor's. But here's the thing. <clears throat> so I know I've had times in my life for this where I've done this and I and I've kind of veered off from it lately. But you spend more time reading other books about the Bible than reading the Bible. I was I was going th- I'm going through a um study revelation uh with Malcolm Carter down at Temple Baptist. Um and he was he he made a comment today that said the best commentary for the Bible is the Bible. Yeah, you know, great. it's going back and, and referencing, you know, where you know because we're in Revelation, so he's going back through different parts of the of Scripture and referencing where this is coming from, so that it connects it together. Um, but there's so many people out there who. Well, I'm going to read this book and read this book, and 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 I'm not saying read don't read anything. I mean, because you know I'm a huge David Platt fan. I'm a huge um, Francis Chan fan, um, and and I like the thought provoking that that they do. But you also have to take what they're writing and make sure it lines up with Scripture. But if you're spending more time reading other people's, and that's where you get in kind of the the idolatry of these. You know the, these celebrity pastors. Um, instead of reading scripture yourself, I think there's a problem there. And and, and I'll be the first one to say I, I I've had seasons in my life where I've done that. Um, but there is that time when you need, like Adam just said, you need to meditate. You need to. It's not a race. Maybe just get a couple paragraphs in. But you ask the Lord, nobody is going to be able to explain the Bible to you better than the Holy Spirit. Ask him. And, and I, I guarantee you there's probably going to be somebody who listens to this podcast who says, well, how do you know that, you know, the, the, the Bible is really real and, you know, you know that that just could have been written to 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 appease certain people at the time, and I want to I want to challenge some folks. Um, if 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 that's you, if that's something that you're thinking about, if that's something maybe one of your neighbors questioned, like, do you really believe the Bible is the inherent word of God? Do you really believe the words that are in it? If you've never read the Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, go out and find that at your local bookstore. It's really affordable. You can download it on uh, a Kindle um, audiobook as well. But Lee Strobel really does a nice job in there of showing that within 30 years of the death of Jesus, there were people still alive who would have seen Jesus' crucifixion, resurrection. Um, there were many people that were still alive within 30 years when some of the first disciples were writing about Jesus. So when this stuff was coming out 30 years after Jesus' death, there were plenty of people still around that would have been able to refute that 
if it wouldn't have been truth. If it would have been false, if Jesus never really would have died and resurrected, there were still people around that area that would have said, no, 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 that's not true. But the fact is, that's how it happened. Within 30 years, people were writing in the New Testament about Jesus and what he taught and about how he changed their lives. And so there's a lot of other characters in ancient history that we believe that we were taught in school that we believe absolutely everything they did was truth. But in fact, some of those people weren't written about for absolutely 500 years. Well, we wanted to try to keep this at about a 30 minute mark. And I think we've about hit there. Um, I knew things like this would, would happen because my notes that I have, I got (laughs) to the third one and sorry about it. But that's, but that's how, I kind of envisioned this because even when I was going through and, and, and putting down some talking points, um, I kind of thought, man, th- there's a part of me that just wants to let the Holy Spirit go and, and not, I don't want to make too much, but I also don't want to show up unprepared. So I want to be a good steward of uh, our time and of this podcast. But there's also a part of me that's just like, man, I just want this to, this to kind of be a conversation that goes. I think we should have some talking points, things like that. But, um, but I think this is a this is the basic gist of uh, what we want to accomplish here. We want to um, target men. Uh, if women want to listen, hey, I think that's great. Um, and we'll probably have some on here and there. Um, but. But we do want to be clear, um, you know, our ministry, our focus has always been um, going after men and challenging men to be biblical men, being the biblical men, men that they're called to be. Uh, and that's been our heart. That's the heart for all the guys that I know um, and out of the boat. I mean, that, that's where we focus on. Um, but other than that, we also go after our community. We try to help, you know, the needy. We try to help, you know, anybody that we can. So anyways, I kind of want to, I guess, wrap this up for this time. Um, so we just wanted to lay those kind of ground groundworks, lay that kind of foundation of, of where we're coming from. The next few podcasts, I think we're going to have some different topics for the conversation. Um, and we'll go on from there. We'll start having uh, some of the other guys come on, especially when we start talking about different kind of um, topics. Um, you know, whether it's addiction or whether it's idolatry or whether it's, um, you know, anything like that, you know, we can have some of these guys on that have struggled through this. I mean, you know, I've struggled through addiction myself, you know, whether it be through addiction of, of alcohol or addiction, you know, I I believe part of my anger is an an addiction. Um, there's never been, there's never been a drunk that gave me the high that uh, an anger outburst, like a full rage outburst would ever give me. Um, I've had an addiction to pornography. Um, so so whenever we talk about certain things or we plan out certain things, I want to have guys on that have struggled through these things because you know the, the Lord's delivered me from all those. So when someone asks me, how do I know that Jesus is real? Because there's no way that I could have broke those chains by myself. Completely impossible. I don't have the willpower to do that. I barely have the willpower to drive by 
a Dairy Queen without swinging <laughs> in and getting a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah but but it's not just to break yeah. that chain; it's also just to take the desire away. I mean, so so I want to be able to have those kind of guys. I want to have guys on who have had those experiences, things like that. So, um, so anyways, as we wrap up, you guys have anything you want to finish up with? I would say if you tuned in. You know, because hey, you 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 love move the hills, and you see our name there. We will be talking about that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, don't think from my earlier comments that we're not. We will talk about you know maybe a little bit of history about you know where did we come from, where did out of the boat come from, how did it come to be, uh, and I'll guess this will be a little teaser for upcoming episodes. It truly was God speaking into us. It was truly God laying the groundwork. And I want people to understand that the reason that we didn't go into the whole history of Out of the Boat from the get-go is because, I mean, like you said the last time we met, a lot of people that are going to start listening to this at the beginning, they probably already know the story, so we didn't want to kind of bore them. But as things kind of grow, we'll get the story out a little bit more to let people kind of know where we came from. Um, but, yeah, we have Man Up coming up here in a month or so. So we'll be talking about that because th- that event was important to starting this this yeah. group. Uh, move the hills. So, uh, so anyway, I just wanted to kind of throw that in. Yeah, I would uh, encourage anyone listening if you want to talk to us, um, feel free to to reach out to us on social media, whether it be uh, our Facebook page, you know, Out of the Boat Ministries. Um, reach out uh, online uh, on our internet page. If you have prayer requests, if you have questions, if you have concerns, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love nothing more than to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And that website is outoftheboatministry.com. Actually, I think JA got both of them. So it's ministry or ministries. Really? We'll both take you to the same one. We'll yep. check on that. And- yeah, we'll, we'll check on that for sure. But uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a, an e- where you can send us an email. Yep. Um, uh, right there on that page. Uh, you can also give a donation there. You can also find out the dates of Move the Hills, the dates of all this other stuff. So it's a great way to, um, if you want to see kind of what this gaggle of guys look like, uh, I think there I think there's a few pictures up there. Some of us. Anybody else got anything? You got anything, Adam? All right. Well, one of the things I uh, wanted to do with this was um, I wanted to open up with prayer and I wanted to close with prayer. Um, I, that's what we do each time with with service. Or what we do with with group. It's what we do so many times when we get together. So uh, so we're gonna close up with prayer. And uh, we hope to hope you guys tune in to the next one. Um, you want to close us up? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, Father God, we uh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this uh, first podcast. We thank you for all the people that are going to tune into this, Lord. And we just ask that you move in a supernatural way, as you always do, to get this to the right people that need to hear it, Lord. For the people that are searching for you, Lord. For the people that know you that are in pain. Lord, we just ask that you just bring people to hear this podcast in the most miraculous way. Lord, Father, we just lift up your name, Jesus. We thank you. Lord, we thank you for all you've done. Lord, we just ask peace and blessing on all those who hear this, Lord. Lord, we thank you that you are going before us and making a way where there is no way possible. Lord, until we meet again, we ask these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Cast the Net, a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. 
For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.